You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. I was watching TV the other day. And, what? That's uh, not like there was you. A, there was a gentleman, I can't remember who it was, and he's wearing like this suit, and it's like, uh, he, it was like this, um, this Trump, this nice checker kind of uh, uh, design on it. And okay. I'm like, I could never pull that off. No. But like, there is a certain, bo- no, it was Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe was Oh, on, of course, yes. And he was wearing, and I Rob was like, can wear anything. I was like, God damn, he still looks really good. <laughs> and look at that suit he's wearing. It just looks fantastic. I could never do that. And Sarah's like, there's really nobody that could do that. There's like, Two people in the world yes. that could pull off a look like one percent, and we're like, it's Rob Lowe and it's Joel. <laughs> like, no, those are the two oh, people that wow. could pull off like suits and Listen, stuff. Listen, uh, I'm 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 glad to be in that company, but uh, I cannot agree with you there. Yeah, but I'll take the compliment. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming to our little shindig yeah. at the bowling alley from uh, from your wedding now uh, onto your baby showers. Well, every one time there's a the significant other. event in our lives, we decide to go bowling with everybody. <laughs> That's when I keep it up, man. Why not? It's when I proposed to her. Was at Bowling Barrel. That's right. Uh, And then yeah, this uh, we did a little. uh, It wasn't really a baby shower. It's kind of a guys. We might not see you for a while. (laughs) This is the last day. (laughs) So this is like kind of our last hurrah. It's our babe bye shower. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, So we'd like just to everybody come come do some bowling. You know, we'll rent the lanes. We'll get a little bit of food. We try to get. We we had this whole grand idea. We're like, we'll get some pitchers of beer, and then we get there, and the waitress is like, we don't do pitchers. <laughs> it's too classy of a joint, like, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. but we have a twelve dollar mojito. <laughs> yeah, they should <laughs> like to try that. My God, <laughs> the, the the platter that we got was like, I I, told, I asked her, I was like. Is that the price or is that how many things come on the platter? <laughs> it's never a good sign when you have to that, ask that. I was like, that's a lot of... That's, that's $38 for a platter of food? My, still my favorite truth in advertising was the $20 burger. This is literally <laughs> named the $20 burger. There no, go. there you go. Well, all right. At least you're being honest about it's it. It's like the $5 shake from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, but I no, thank you. I don't know if it's worth $5, but pretty good fucking shake. <laughs> pretty fucking good. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming out. We had a great time. We did too. Thank you for uh, letting us be a part of that. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was it was our pleasure to have you. Uh, and then we had you know some good times afterwards. Jay and I have been obsessed about that uh, that Mario Kart arcade game. Yeah, that apparently is like it was co-designed by Namco. Yeah, that's why they've got like the Dig Dug and Pac Man characters all throughout. Well, not just that, but they've also got like where you can morph. Like if you do a co-op race where you're on a team with somebody and you get the power ups. You can like become a tank and like shoot yeah. at the other Mario Kart fusion, right? That shit is not on any of the Mario Kart games. The craziest thing I've ever the, seen. Yeah, it was just like and just the choices they've made, but it's delightful. It was great. It was yeah. super fun. But I was like, is this DLC for Mario Kart Eight? Like, can I find this somewhere? Nope. No, not until no. Mario Kart Nine, Joe. Is it going to be on Nine? Uh, I feel like that that arcade console has been around for longer than eight. Yeah, it's been around since like 2016. If I if I read okay, correctly, maybe, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I they tried to. Like, it's been longer than that. They try to do a, a special stuff for the arcades that you can't get at home because that's the incentive. Otherwise, people would just stay at home and uh, play Mario Kart Eight, right? Yeah. On their Switch. Yeah. I don't know. Switch isn't really a two-player co-op. Well, that's not. True. That's not true. I mean, yeah. they're building it to be. But I mean, when <laughs> talking you... to two people that play, played hours of Smash. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great for like Mario Party when you're kind of doing the gesture motions, or you just need. Four what was buttons. that motion? Yeah, you know what I'm talking. <laughs> That's when you march in the band. Yeah, you have Joel to is jerking off the air in front of the <laughs> microphone. Hey, yeah. you have your technique. I have mine. Okay. <laughs> All I can say is played a lot of Mario Party that weekend. That came out. 
I am never touching your controller. <laughs> New meaning to the name Switch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Um, but, no, uh, I don't. <laughs> just marinate on it. That's a grenade joke. Let it blow up in your face. No pun intended. There's too much of this going on right now. Oh, <laughs> but um, there's too many. You need all of the buttons on the controller for the, for you to just be able to uh, snap off one of those little what do they call them little pro cons uh, joy cons joy cons yeah. it's, it's like, right in the what? name joe there what? you go <laughs> it br- brought me joy <laughs> i'm just you know what we're going to just be you go ahead you go ahead <laughs> i'm just saying some With games you, are better your uh, weird masturbatory puns <laughs> for like 10 minutes and some games are uh, better enjoyed uh, with one other person uh-huh like contra yes yeah, i'll man. never play contra on, on my own on the- why would you <laughs> why you know, so sad story. Contra was one of the games I had, one of the first games I had for the NES. Oh, no. And I spent a lot of times playing that game alone. In fact, oh. it was one of those, like, I ended up getting really good at it that I could finish Contra by myself. Yeah. Did you ever, like, which play... now I feel like is a really sad achievement. <laughs> Did you ever play two player and, like, try to control both controllers simultaneously? No. Yeah, you could do that. No, who does that? Uh, I tried it once. Very lonely children. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's me. <laughs> I don't feel quite so bad anymore. I'm like, at least I'm not trying to play both on my own. <laughs> Come on, lefty. Dude, you know what sucks to play with somebody else? Uh, fucking new Super Mario yeah, Brothers U Deluxe. It's so... It, it's harder. Yeah. It is literally a harder game with two people. Oh, yeah. Unless your objective is to murder the other player. True. Which, in that case, creates a whole new wrinkle to that game. Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what else? What, what, what else have you guys been up to this weekend? Uh, you saw it, man. Yeah. I was there with you. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Traveled to Abilene, and that's very boring. What'd you do in Abilene? I did a wrestling show. Dude, oh, what, what wrestling show? It's a new Texas pro wrestling. They're a new company. They started. It's cool because, you know, a smaller town, they get, like, the more hardcore fans, some who actually might believe it's real. Uh-huh. You know, so. It's still real me, yeah, damn it. Yeah, it's, it's the, the, those kind of fans. So mm-hmm. they get really into it. It was a very loud crowd, which Luke, is always great. Luke runs his own company called I Shoot Wrestling, by yes, the way. Yes, he does. Uh, where he shoots wrestling right there in the name. It's, it's literally the name. It's a well. It's a, it's a pun though. It's a pun yeah. on the, because you sh- like in wrestling you do like you shoot uh, promos and stuff like true. They, they call it a shoot, right? Well, we, it's the shoot. It, what is that? There's the shoot style of wrestling, which is legit, like actually like trying to take someone down, or even kind of the more like Olympic style wrestling is shoot wrestling. Oh, okay. And then there's also shoot style interviews, which is where after somebody gets fired from the company. They're working at mostly WWE. They go on and just tell all the stories they couldn't tell for oh, gotcha. three plus hours and sell that for forty nine ninety nine. Wow! So so <laughs> so shoot is like it's wrestle talk for real. Like, yeah, we're actually trying yeah, this, to do this. This, this, is, this is a shoot, brother. Gotcha. So hmm. you oh, know that's, that's cool. You should have a side business where uh, you videotape people playing shoots and ladders. That would be good. <laughs> I shoots and ladders. <laughs> that's all I got. Would it be like an that Apple thing where it's a, a, a lowercase I? Yeah, I yeah. shoot. I shoot. I, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to see Shazam. Oh, that's oh, right. I forgot yeah. about that. Guys, that's timely. Let's hear. It was joyous. I don't know how else to put it. Like it was like superhero movies can be fun, and Shazam proves <laughs> and have that. DC connected to them, huh? Like it, it would. I'm trying to figure out. Like I guess. Shazam would be to the DCU what Ant-Man is to the MCU. Like, mm. It's enough of a departure from like the the Justice League movies where, yeah, they could still pull him in, but he definitely exists like kind of in his own place. But it's super fun. Like there's this whole bit about trying to figure out like what powers he has. Mm-hmm. And so they go through like these tests and stuff. And like that's just super fun. Like you're having a great time discovering this character and what he could do along with the main characters. If you're going to find someone 
to play a 14-year-old in an adult's body, Zachary Levi is a fantastic yeah. choice. Um, a lot of people have been calling it super big. Oh. Like, it, it does feel like, uh, yeah. especially okay. with the machine that uh, the old school... Uh, quarter muncher, right, right, right. He's got one of those things that, that turns him into Shazam, a no. la Tom Hanks and Big. No. What have I seen? No, uh, you've been watching Big. No, <laughs> and they do the whole he thing was, where they dance on the that's, piano. That's fucking big. Yeah. They do that in the movie. Oh, oh no, really? they do that. Yeah. Oh. So Mark Strong plays the villain in this movie, and he ends up figuring out like, oh, this dude Shazam, I gotta, I gotta get him. And so they get fighting, and they fight, and ends up in a mall. And then they make their way into a toy store. And so, like, Zachary Levi's kind of, like, backing up or whatever. And suddenly you hear the sound of, like, the piano thing. <laughs> and he looks down. And then you hear more piano and you see it's Mark Strong making his way. And you know, like, it's the filmmaker's so, way of going, we know. So like, they're aware of the... Re- it's yeah. like when you put Dolph Lundgren into, into Aquaman. In and Aquaman. it's like, yeah, this is, this is a big, dumb 80s action movie. Yes, exactly. But how does he turn... Like, he makes a wish or something, he right? Just That's says, how he turns He says into, Shazam. But, but how does he first turn into him? He He's granted the power from a wizard named Shazam. Well, there you go. Sh- uh, <laughs> Jaimon Hansu is like, yeah. say my name. And he's like, Star-Lord? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Jaimon Hansu at this point is like, one of these characters is going to take. <laughs> yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> I mean, I played the same one twice in two different movies, but we didn't even make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Uh, but no, he plays the wizard Shazam, and Billy Batson is called to his, uh, his domain or whatever, and he says, you know, grab my staff. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's a laugh about it. There's I'll a laugh that one. about it. He's like, grab my staff and say my name, and boom, Shazam. And he becomes hmm. Zachary Levi. It's it's really good, man. There's a lot of a lot of fun fantasy to it, and magic, and it's again, it's what superhero movies should be right now because right. we're so we're drowning in the oh, dark wow. and like man. you know moody. I just saw today the uh, the runtime for Avengers Endgame. Three hours, baby. Three hours and two minutes. <laughs> it's like, come Holy on, guys. Shit. I mean, I understand you got to wrap shit up, but I'm 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 guessing the entire last hour is going to be like a Lord of the Rings. Return of the King. All the different endings. It's like, here's where we wrap everything up. Everything's set straight. And all the original Avengers saying their goodbyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fine, fine. Keep your secrets. (laughs) (laughs) A wizard is never late, nor is he early. Uh, I'm super excited, though. Three hours and two minutes? I think I can last. Yeah. Yeah. I just will not drink any water or soda the the afternoon before. Just bring a bag, a colostomy bag. They should do an intermission. Yeah, bring back oh, the yeah. intermission. Yeah, worked for um, Quentin Tarantino, right? When he did it, and yeah. uh, was that Django or they did it for, Hateful Eight for Grindhouse? Well, that was basically two different movies. Well, but yeah, but they Hateful Eight they had did an intermission. Didn't I it? never saw Hateful Eight. You haven't seen that one? Not since when I just now said I haven't seen it. <laughs> when <you just> asked. <laughs> How about now? No. no. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you, you think of it? It's uh, also a long. It's also a very long movie. Yes, so. it is. Yeah, they might have done for like the seventy millimeter cut. I think they did a. Uh, That's what it was. That, that Rolling Road Show. I know I had one. Did you guys see the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, I, speaking of Quentin Tarantino, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, is he getting sad yet? Is I think it sad at bit. this point? I think yeah. a little. This bit. trailer seems sad. Yeah. This trailer <laughs> seems like. Uh, I was expecting was there to be a little bit more fun, like. Oh shit! Like this is Hollywood in the '60s, you know, the '70s, and well, just Leonardo DiCaprio smoking cigarettes, with crying, Pitt, <laughs> crying, and the, yeah, you get the idea, especially with that last shot of the trailer with yeah. him, uh, the little girl. That it's like Quentin Tarantino thought it was much more clever yeah. and, and enjoyable than the rest of us did uh-huh. in this trailer. Like yeah. that's that doesn't make a good trailer. No, let the professionals do it. It doesn't move. Like, the, the trailer doesn't seem to move. Like, there's a lot of, like, Margot Robbie dancing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, I'm always for that. And and a whole lot of, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt wearing sunglasses and walking around. Yeah, looking and then, cool. And then suddenly, like, 
three-fourths of the way through the trailer, it just, like, stops down. Yeah. And turns really weirdly dark. And it made me wonder... How much time passes in the course of this movie? <laughs> and yeah. also, I had to go to IMDb and I was like, this is about the Manson family, right? This is about fucking Charlie Manson? Yeah, they're, they're really hiding that. Because this yeah, seems like a really good time so yeah. far. This seems like <laughs> Austin Powers 4. <laughs> really playing up the 60s vibe. Yeah, they, they, they definitely are hiding the Manson thing. Um, I got trolled today. Uh-oh. Somebody's like, dude, they just released a teaser for the new Star Wars film. Oh, uh, you should have known. I should have known. We're too close to celebration. Known. Exactly. I should have mm-hmm. known. But for some reason, I was like, I wasn't in the right mindset. And I saw it and I went, ooh, click. And it was the fucking Donnie and Marie Osmond thing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like you, you fucking asshole. Why did you do that? That's great. Why are you looking at me when you said that? I didn't do well, it. Speaking of disappointment. Oh. Uh-oh. This is <laughs> Again, the editing why are you looking bay. at me? This is the Editing Bay on the Next Way Radio Network. My name is Joe. I am Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes bad movies, no matter what the case. Every week we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with you and uh, you and you and you, our <laughs> lovely Editing Bay listeners. All three of them. We invite you. Well, we've got the fourth one I here. I know, exactly. <laughs> hey, you're really cutting into our audience. So, right. I'll, listen to, I'll, I'll download and listen to this one, too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Do it twice. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, just put in uh, the editing bay in the search bar. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. And that's where you could talk back to us and let us know what you think about the movie of the week. Or if you've got ideas for movies that we could talk about in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, that's, uh, that's our community. Mm. Um, trying to be a little bit more active there. By trying to be more active, it's like, well, I've posted on it in the past week, so. Yeah, exactly. There's that. I catch like, up on comments like a week later, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Thanks for And it's mine. For it posting. would be like my comment. It's when it's yeah. when Facebook sends you a guilting email, like, you haven't been to your page in a while. I know. <laughs> I love that. Oh, okay, I get it, Facebook. Okay. I, I'll, I'll post something on it. I'm your sorry. followers sure do miss you. <laughs> Fuck you, Facebook. I get that with the WWE uh, human resources. Oh, really? like, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I still get like notices. They're like, you haven't been to your page in a while. I'm like, I can't think of anything clever anymore. Um, so, yeah, this uh, this week we are talking about, we are, we're picking up the mantle. Uh, once a month, we are talking about an anime that has been adapted into a live-action film. Not just a live-action film, but an American-made live-action yep. film. Because yeah. we know how to take their properties and do them right. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Such a great well, history I mean, there's Star Wars. MAGA. We took, <laughs> we took this. <laughs> Make anime great again. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> We just quit right there, man. Yeah, Jesus. I, I That's really it, guys. Just, have a good night. I should just exit. <laughs> it's fucking gold. Uh, mm. No, so, um, so yeah, we've uh, we talked about in the past, we've talked about uh, what, Dragon Ball Evolution. We've done that so far, yes. We, we also talked about um, the, uh, the, the Ghost in the Shell on a previous episode. What? Yeah, no, we, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk about Ghost. Oh, Aeon we, Flux. Yeah, Flux. Aeon Flux. Don't take that away from me. Dude, they're the same I want to do that. No, movie. they are not. They no, are they the are same not. movie, dude. Uh, coming soon to an episode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's going to happen. In the month of anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what we thought that it would be nice to have uh, our guest today. Luke Hawkins from Yay. I Shoot Wrestling hey, uh, is joining us to talk about this movie because his whole family, his wife, his child... Uh, they are fans of, or oh. were fans. I don't know if that's still a thing. It's, well, they're. I'm worried because they're doing a Netflix thing. I just we'll, saw that. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, but at the time, you guys were huge fans yeah, of Avatar: we, The Last Airbender. We enjoyed the cartoon on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you are the perfect person that I could think of to come join us for this talk about 
The Last Airbender. Not direct- Avatar. No, no, not Avatar. No. Yes. Thank you, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. My favorite. Uh, your favorite, yeah. yeah. Uh, this movie was released in 2010. We just recently talked about a movie from 2010 called The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, yes. Uh, other movies that we talked about from that year, Burlesque, <laughs> Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, oh, yeah. The Losers, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, and... Scott Pilgrim versus oh, the World. Oh, of course. The a greatest favorite, film I think, of everybody around the table of here tonight. all time. Seen in theaters at least five times. Yeah, dude, for I, real. I asked you recently. We like, went to the pre-screening, yeah. the previous screening together. I had asked you recently, Joe, like, what movie would you, if you were stranded on an island, what, and before I could even finish <laughs> the question, he was like, Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim yeah. versus the World. You, and you're right. It's got a little bit of everything, uh-huh. right? It doesn't get old. Like, no. even Empire Strikes Back, I can sit there and watch it, and I love that movie so much, but like... Eventually, I'll be like... I've probably right, seen it enough right. times in my lifetime. There's a great energy to Scott Pilgrim versus the world that just, like, Absolutely. every time you watch it, you're like, oh, that's so good. And I dare you to, like, try to tune out at any point. Like, other other movies like Ghostbusters, you're great, but then when you get to a certain scene, like, uh, oh, when Winston and Dan Aykroyd are driving at night. I like that about, scene. For I like that scene, but that's that's the bathroom break scene, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, before the shit hits a fan, before we get Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, I'm going to go... Uh, Release the old bladder. You know For me, saying? it's kind of the bullshit before they go see the mayor. Like when they go oh, see the mayor. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's just get to the next point. We I know it's coming. Magic, magic, let's magic. get to it. Yeah. I believe in magic, magic. magic. Breathe. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> Breathe. Dude, I referenced Ghostbusters earlier today. Uh, I believe that. I went to, I believe in magic. <laughs> I went to Camp Gladiator with Sarah. Oh, yeah. After work. And I, I wrote I love on that Facebook. Show. I was like, so I went to Camp Gladier with Sarah. Um, so you know that part in Ghostbusters when they end up all going up the stairs? They're walking up the stairs. <laughs> that. That's what they do? <laughs> that is that is exactly... No, that's just how I feel. Oh. Like, <laughs> Your legs are like jelly. Tell me when we get to 15, because I'm going to throw up. Uh, so yeah, that was that was interesting. So the budget on The Last Airbender. Oh, yes. $150 million. Oof. That's right. And then another 130 to market the motherfucker. Oh, for real? Wow. That's what they, well, that's what they always do. Remember, this is what I say. It's the, the it's always You say a lot of things, budget. but I don't yeah. pay attention. <laughs> well, you should, because I am always right, Joe. If anything has been born true Identity? through this, <laughs> this uh, podcast, so uh-huh. I, I know all. Do you, well, then, do you know how much this movie made? I think it made like 180 million too, right? No. And then worldwide, it was like 300 million. Well, the box office—I didn't see what it made domestically. Okay. The box about, office total was 319.7 yeah. million dollars. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's a success. It's almost broke, e- broke technically, even. Technically, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. why didn't we see another one of these movies? Well, because while <laughs> it may have been a financial success, it's kind of hard to get people back in the seats when you have a five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, a, a critical man. flop. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so. <clears throat> You know, every now and then people like like will push hard against a movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, what with Last Jedi. Last Jedi did not deserve to have like a fifty percent or whatever it had for a while. Uh-huh. I think it's been corrected now, right? It's back yeah. up in the eighties or so. Well, it probably doesn't need to be in the eighties. Which just uh <laughs> I agree, it needs to be in the nineties. I'm glad we finally reacted. Huh. Uh Captain Marvel, same thing, right? Some of the trolls got in there early and were no no no, but I'm saying oh, it was gotcha. like less than fifty yeah, percent. There was, people there was were no in the system. Captain Marvel did not need to be that low. That right. was that was just spiked. And now it's back up I think in the in the eighties. Probably That's where it belongs. Still a high too. Uh, be blessed. I think yeah, yeah, uh, maybe B minus. But I will argue that uh Last Airbender is not a five percent movie. It is a two percent. <laughs> it is like my milk. I like the Lars Airbender. Like I like my milk. Two percent. Hey, real quick, yeah. what was the number one song in twenty ten? Oh, here we go. Okay, twenty ten. I'm gonna go Nelly. No, which Nelly? No, I'm gonna do a, a, a Macklemore. Was that when that song was coming out? My Macklemore? <laughs> no, no. Twenty ten? Yeah. Isn't that a little early for Macklemore? Yeah. No. Popping well, tags? Maybe. 
thrift I'm, shop. Do you have a guess, Luke? Luke Bieber, maybe? Ooh, good It was guess. Kesha. Oh. TikTok. Guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah? Kesha? Yeah. With the dollar sign or without? I like the grown-up version. Okay. Without the that's, dollar sign. That's, that's good. She's good. she's all grown up. Hey guys, when this movie opens up, not only do we have <laughs> awkward uh, narration, yeah. one of the things that frustrates me is when we see text and then someone's also reading it. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, do you want me to read it? By or the do way, you want to just tell yes, me? Yes, because I was done reading it while she was still like, <laughs> like the words were almost off the screen and she was still uh, narrating. So the, the, the Kung Fu opening with the four styles of, of bending right uh-huh. is directly like it's echoes what how the cartoon opens yeah but then the cartoon opens with like a whole like specific like showing you what happened in that text uh-huh. and where they just decided to put very boring that would have been super interesting on a very boring screen that would have been very interesting and that's that's a problem I have with this movie is that we are told constantly throughout oh, the movie gosh. about these things that have happened yes. in the past yes. oh my gosh and we're not shown like no. when when he talks about like how he left his school or whatever yeah. and dis- and like ended up freezing himself yeah. and the giant dog from Sesame Street in 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 the ice and stuff <laughs> for the never ending story and I'm like, yeah. I'm like that would have been interesting to see mm-hmm. happen and we end up seeing like stuff that happens before that happens mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that flash. So I kind of appreciate what they were trying to do with that flash, but it comes so late. Because I, I have a feeling that um, if it had come any earlier, people would have forgotten. Because it, it does kind of tie in nicely with that very last shot. <laughs> people would have forgotten the yes. fact that or like, left the we are we, yeah. are we are gearing up for the final battle at the halfway point of this film. <laughs> Yeah. Like they finally they made it to the kingdom of the 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 waterbenders or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They make it to this place, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're gearing up for the final battle. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and there was like still half 40 the minutes, movie, forty left. more minutes left at yes! least. Yeah. yeah, they kind of shot themselves in the foot by uh, setting this up as a trilogy, right? Yeah, they even have a Marvel esque uh, ending teaser, teaser they, at the end. Was it supposed to be a trilogy, or was it supposed to be four there are, movies? There are three books in the in the series. Okay, they, three, they call them books. So that's why this opened, and it said book one. Yeah. The, Water, right? Because I was like, I was waiting for, uh, yeah. I was like, like, are those chapter headings of this movie? Like, no. Act One is Book One, Water. Act there is two nothing is... more depressing than a tease for a movie that will never that happen. Will never that happen. never happens. It's the worst. It's the worst. It is actually why I want Alita to actually have a sequel because I'm like, they set up some interesting stuff, and I'd be okay with them. Oh, did you enjoy that film? Yeah, it was okay. Hmm. You know, I'll have to check it out. Visually, it was very fun, and there were some good ideas, and I thought they'd I pay heard off. It was the, good. I thought they'd pay off the good ideas, but it's. They tease a lot, and then you're like, "Man, I don't know if this made enough money." Wow! And it, you know, at least critically, that one was better than Avatar. But yeah, teasing the sister is a real bummer when you know they're never going to get to that. Right? Yeah. Like at the very end, I was like, "Well, what the fuck? Why didn't you just bring her in?" <laughs> and yeah. how does that work in the in the actual show? Is she a like a presence in it's the Avatar her, lore? Her, her presence is definitely like the second and third seasons or books. Okay. It's more mm. she becomes more of the antagonist. I can spoil, I guess, a little bit of the cartoon. You might as well, yeah. Yeah. please. So I'm not going to watch it. There's the tarot. <laughs> it's it's one of the best cartoons of the past 20 years. Uh-huh. Like, wow. Honestly, it's some of the best storytelling, some of the best like in depth, like, but also kind of goes in rabbit trails to like little one off stories mm. that are beautiful because mm-hmm. it's like all the stuff that they would mention in passing would be an episode you would see. Yeah, you know, and you just don't get that. So the sister, yeah, comes in because. Zuko basically becomes yeah. You know, there's the there's the terrible one off line from the kid. We could be friends, you know. Yeah, <laughs> is like is like he becomes a part of the team of and course. eventually fights uh-huh. on on their side. He's the Kylo Ren, of, yeah, uh, with, with his cool uncle. 
Yeah, I liked Uncle yeah. I- Iroh. Oh, and it, he's he's voiced by Mako, and it's his last performances. And it's it's some of the like it's there's there's one off story about uh, Iroh and his son that just wrecks you. Wow! Like, and it's it was his last performance before he passed too. Oh, so that's just, great! It's, so it's the episode dedicated to him. Huh. It's really great, guys. If you don't know who Mako is, it's a muffler service. No, <laughs> uh, no, he's an actor. He was like in Conan the Barbarian, Conan yeah. the Destroyer. He was the voice of Splinter for Teenage Mutant Ninja right. Turtles. He's fucking amazing. Uh, and I had no idea that he did a voice for, for Avatar. Yeah. That's so. really neat. Um, so the the story that I got had like bones that seemed super compelling. Yeah. Like, like this world that they're living mm-hmm. in is super compelling. But like what you just kind of said, like they gloss over everything that yeah. you're like. That would have been interesting. built the world a little bit. Yeah. would have made it interesting. Instead, we're just kind of rushing from place to place. Yes. And and not giving things time to breathe, but still the movie goes way too long. Like yeah. they dwell on things they shouldn't be. It's only a hundred minutes, but man, it feels longer. It than feels that. super long. It just it drags. Well, because they spend a lot of time doing these lo- these long one takes. Yeah, and it's almost like speaking of jerking off. It's like <laughs> M Night Shyamalan just like jerking off. Like how long can I go with one take before we cut? And it's like well, that's a nice little trick, but yeah. you're not fucking Scorsese. You know, this isn't yeah. Goodfellas where you're exactly. You can also actively kitchen. see some of the actors waiting. Like uh-huh. there's oh when, yeah, oh yeah. When it's uh, Zuko and and. Ang, which by the way they call him Ong, which is the weirdest pronunciation choice because the cartoon is Ang and it's Sokka. Also, they, go, they also pronounce it Avatar. Ong Avatar, Avatar, like fucking yeah. pick one, guys. They just keep. But the 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 first like where he tries to get him in the like the the ice temple, which by the way, the it's my favorite thing is like, oh no, the, our ice temple is no match for these fire people. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, no okay. shit. Yeah, kind of how the elements work. That makes sense. Well, they don't even prepare. They know these people are coming. They yeah. know they're, they're just coming. surprised. They're just surprised. But... And I'm like, really? It took this. It took little Ong like to just yeah. go up on the wall and be like, I'm going to lift all the water now and show you guys we could drown you. I'm like, really? If you got like 20 of these guys together. That live in this town, they couldn't have done they could that. They've all done that, right? Yeah. And, but yeah, you could literally see them like waiting for each other to move <laughs> and do their action sequences, and it's yeah. it's a real bummer. Like it's just, yeah. it was nicely choreographed, but it didn't make for compelling. <clears throat> like the I, choreography I kept... is outstanding. Choreography is great. It's the camera work that needed to. Uh, if if somebody would have been able to film this in a more compelling yeah. way, it yeah. would have uh, th- those scenes would have been uh, fantastic. If someone could have filmed it in a more compelling way, and if people could have acted it oh, in a more compelling it way. Is... It is it is prequel level acting. It, like, yeah. it's, it's horrible. It's rough child so, actors in this. Rough child actors, and then I don't know what he was doing with because the, there's good Fire Nation guy actors. Like yeah. there's Asif Manvi's okay. And Dev Patel's really yeah. good. Dev Patel's not Cliff bad. Curtis is Cliff really Curtis good. Curtis is usually really good. And they're the just, Welcome to Google guy. They don't. Know, yeah. they Welcome do, to Google. They do not know what they're doing. No, like they just you can tell all those actors are lost. Uh huh. Like they just they don't know tone. No one is telling them what to do. In the first scene, when yeah. Ong shows up, like that big like ice thing shows up. Yeah. The the two kids oh, they're, are their their sight so lines bad. are in two different places. I'm like, is that too much to ask when you're directing? <laughs> They're just two kids. Yeah, Show, your sight line is here. Well, that entire scene was like filmed on a green screen, and it's really. But you can tell because um, one thing that doesn't work well uh, is like hair and fur with green oh, screen because yeah. it's really hard when, to get that definition mm-hmm. around the edge. Uh-huh. And you can see they look like they have halos. Uh-huh. But that's a problem with the kid that plays Sokka. Yeah, the whole that guy he, is fucking awful. He's, he's he's terrible. But there are scenes where he has that he has with people where he's looking at their heads, yeah. and not in their eyes. And you it's know, distracting. He, they give him a romance story, which is actually very well, like I said, very well done in the cartoon because you get you get time. You <laughs> sure get three would be or nice four episodes 
where you see them fall in love and it means something. Whereas this is just like I, I knew you for five minutes. Now they you're became, sacrificing no, yourself, dude. If you Luke, have narration, to, I'm yes. real. I'm it real fixes sad. everything. Yeah, it fixes everything. They became very close friends. Yeah, Look, she oh. doesn't say a fucking word. <laughs> yeah, before we see her in the next scene, where we're supposed to feel some sort of connection both to her and that her and Sako Saka. D- didn't she Soka? look like Saka. Christoph Waltz in a wig? Uh, <laughs> she kind of looked like Christoph. I was getting Waltz a very a Ariana Grande. Yeah, that was, that was almost much. my recast. I love that with cheese and beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the burrito supreme <laughs> and, and the an Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. <laughs> it's my fourth meal. <laughs> Dude, so like they they bring Ong back to like where his airbenders and stuff live, yeah. mm-hmm. and he's like. He walks out in the field, and there's like a bunch of like skeletons and like skeletal remains. And she's like, "Ong, you've been stuck in ice for a hundred years. Your people are all dead. Like, no, they're and just hiding." He steps on a spinal column, yeah. <laughs> looks down and sees them, and then looks at her and screams, "You're lying!" I'm like, "No, no, no. the proof is all around you. These people are dead." Well, so that- he was in denial. He was going through the yeah. seven stages, Joe. So, so that kid is a martial artist from Dallas. Is he from Dallas? Had, had no acting experience, and you can tell. Yeah, yeah, I made the same note six times. This bald kid is a shitty actor. <laughs> <laughs> like, throughout the whole movie. But you know what? Sometimes he, <clears throat> when he's not talking, he yeah. has some nice <laughs> moments. There's some presence. When we can project our own personalities that's, onto him. That's called direction. He's not bad. <laughs> that is when M. Night Shyamalan would be like, just sit there and like because you have the James Newton Howard score. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's pretty very good. like it's it was very John Williams esque. One of the better things about this film, it really is. Yeah, uh, and it is one of it's it's one of the saving graces for many of the scenes. Like if something doesn't seem to be working, at least like a quiet moment, an introspective moment, what seems like an introspective moment mm-hmm. with his score. At least punctuates things, and even that well. climax where he's uh, building the the water wall. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so maybe <laughs> gonna be the one that's my that favorite Oasis me. song, yeah. Water Wall. And after all, <laughs> but he, uh, um, it's it's kind of edited and shot very slow, slowly. In fact, there's a lot of slow mo in it. But you feel the intensity. You feel that it is a climax. Yeah. Only because of the the score. Uh, the score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. I feel bad for Dev Patel. Yeah, I he know. hasn't made a whole lot of good choices after no, Slumdog true. Millionaire. There was a film he, called Lion that he did a couple years did, ago that was okay. Fantastic. There's there's one. Okay. <laughs> there's this hotel. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Mumbai, Mumbai. That looks hotel amazing. <laughs> that that looks Other good. Movie. And then wasn't he on? He was on Newsroom. Newsroom, and that was that was rough. Oh, yeah. that's right. Was, but he wasn't bad. It wasn't in his, his fault. Room. No, he's good. Oh, he's in Chappie too. I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> yes, I am consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I am Chappie. Uh, yeah, Dev Patel has like got a lot of talent. I love him in Slumdog Millionaire. Fucking amazing! And so that is a fantastic film. But I, I feel like everybody else who gets him. Yeah, he, he said he trans. I read an interview with him. He said he transitioned quickly from Slumdog to this, and just said he felt lost. Like yeah. He said, he was given no direction. He, he he said, "I looked up on the screen. I didn't see myself there." Yeah, and maybe that's just disassoci- disassociating yourself from the performance. <laughs> like, 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 PTSD. That's real bad. Yeah, but yeah, I felt like early on this movie had a hard time balancing what it wanted to be. Like, are we a live action like adaptation of Avatar, yeah. or are we trying to make it like? To give it the anime, we've talked about this before with the mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z movie, where they—it's tr- almost like they try to give it anime sensibilities, uh-huh. like reactions and like the way like lines are delivered and things are said to people, but they don't do it consistently. Yeah. So it makes it hard for me to believe that, like, oh, that's a that was uh, a deliberate choice. There's a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, with yeah. The, the camera work as well when they're doing those quick push ins and pull outs. Yeah. Everything's very sexual on this episode for some reason. <laughs> Um, Sorry. But I kind of I, I appreciate it. I liked it. It's something you would see in anime, but uh, it was done sparingly, and it didn't seem. It seemed like an afterthought. Yeah. Like it seemed like something the visual effects supervisor was like, "Hey, you know what would look cool? 
Yeah. Speaking of which, the VFX supervisor worked on like um, uh, cl- the Clone Wars. No, not the Clone Wars. Attack of the Clones, oh. episode two. Okay, so- <laughs> I would have been I would have been more disappointed if it was the Clone Wars because <laughs> yeah. there's some incredible work going on in that right. show. Um, but so it, I, uh, the effects look great. Like if you take a still frame of some of this film, yeah. it looks great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But once you give it motion, yeah, it's, yeah. it feels it really lacks shallow. direction. Yeah. I think maybe if there's a theme here, it's that this whole film kind of lacks direction. It does. And how do you go wrong? Because, and I don't mean this facetiously. Like I, I, I have a love hate relationship with M Night Shyamalan, but um, he came right out of the gate with a sixth sense. Great working with kids, uh-huh. yeah. but now having seen him work with other children, I'm starting to wonder if maybe just like he got lucky he with got Haley lucky. Joel Osment, yeah, and uh, not so lucky with. Uh... I think it's that he got lucky with Haley Joel Osment. You're right because you even look at like the work he did with the kids in Signs. You know, uh, Abigail Breslin mm. and oh, she was good. Uh, Kieran Culkin. That's true. He was good, but they weren't that good in that movie. Mm-mm. They were really wooden. They were really stiff. And then you see them doing other work other places, and they're like, oh, wow, they're, they're pretty oh, yeah. good. But they're definitely the kinds of actors that need to be directed. Whereas Haley Joel Osment is a former, he's a Disney kid. Yeah. So he came from Disney he stuff. Got it. So the training. he kind of knows. Yeah, yeah, he's got the training. Um, so what? It, I guess we're touching on one of the things that was the most frustrating for me is that this is a, I will say, this is a finely produced film. Yeah. Oh, it you looks, see that $150 million it on screen. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Like, the costumes look nice. The, the the backgrounds, the practicals, when they're doing the practical stuff. Yeah, the it wire work. It looks really nice. The, the choreography, the wire work. It's really good. And that's what I think is most frustrating is to see, like, the some bones, people The are, bones of a good movie. The bones of a good movie. Been. But some people that are putting in 150% of work on something, yeah. that's now, like, it's kind of being directed shoddily. It's it gets ruined because shoddily. we're not telling a very... The story's interesting. We're not telling it in an interesting way. We're not, in a, it... not in a complete way. No. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like what Luke was touching on earlier, that they had a plan. Yeah. That whole plan trilogy thing of the 90s, that curse of the 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's a plan trilogy. Yeah, we can just we can just do the storytelling in the next movie. Let's yeah. set up the world. and then. But they don't even do a good job setting up no, the No, they don't. Like, no. That's the real bummer. Is... We're kind of dropped right into it. Yeah. And uh, like... Immediately, I'm like, where and when does this take place? Yeah, because they're using words like Earth. We're like, it's not Middle Earth. What well, do they call it? It's a hundred years after the Avatar froze himself. Oh, yeah. great! Thanks, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> context. There's the weird, confusing opening dialogue. No, I believe it's, like, it's a. It, I believe it's a sci-fi world that's not. It's like an alternate any, any dimension connected, or something connected to our world at all. Okay. Like, so, well, but they're using no, the word Earth, so yeah. that's confusing to me. So they have Ong, and they're like, we needed the Fire Nation. Which every time I say Fire Nation, it sounds like a like a, a, a auto a mechanic morning. or something. Or a, <laughs> I was like a, like a morning a, radio show host. <laughs> Welcome to Fire Nation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's one eight hundred five eight hundred Tom. One eight hundred five eight hundred Tom. I don't care. <laughs> All right, so uh, th- there's this whole bit about like they got on and they're like, we need to save the people of the of the Fire Nation. They're trying to take over. Blah 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 blah. But I can't. I left. I only learned how to master air. Yeah. I don't know how to bend the other elements. And I'm like. Bitch, you were just on a boat, and they did all the tests. Yeah. You, how did you pass the tests if you don't know how to bend those elements? Oh, that's a good point. You know what? And that was a question I had. Like, okay. was he actually doing that, or was he just being? Was he reacting, or were they reacting to his? To just being in his radius. Yeah, I think it's the reaction. It's also it is once again it's it's a journey of a storytelling where he didn't know the elements, but he learned them, and you saw him actively learn them mm. throughout the throughout the the seasons. But still, it was just so shoddily told. It's like, I, this is why I can't do this, guys. Mm-mm. 
It was it was not that in the series. That's too bad. Did you notice mm-hmm. when Probably. Ong goes to like the what was that place that he went to where he was finally caught again? Oh, was the, he went so there's like always like a southern and northern temple, mm-hmm. and so that was like the northern air temple. Uh, okay. And that's where he was set up. Yeah. By the key master. From, <laughs> I, bring, I bring it up because the key master from the Matrix played Gohan oh, that's in that guy. Dragon Ball Evolution. What oh, are the chances that he's going to be in every live action anime movie we talk about for the rest of the year? I think year? we should only do yeah. movies oh, that, that he is in. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, holy shit, it's a key master. The same guy, I forgot about that. Uh, this, this movie cuts all the fuck over the place. Yeah. Like, you're it never following... Like, you should be following Ong and his group with just brief cutaways yeah. to what's going on with the Fire Nation. The fact that there's a conflict between the prince and, like, welcome to Google. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, <laughs> there shouldn't be, like, and I don't know if that's how it is. Is that how it is so, in the show? It is. You do spend a lot of time with the Fire Nation, but it's it's more, like, they're the big bad, but you see Iroh and you see uh, Zuko kind uh-huh. of pursuing. But it's it's it's, it's just there's more time. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how... Like I've got a pitch to kind of fix it, maybe, but it might not even work. Yeah, honestly, and that's in my recast. Oh, okay. Ooh, nice. Like I just think they needed to pick a lane, uh-huh. and because the cartoon picked a lane of following more the kids, I don't know. It just it bummed me out. That's it, what I felt like in this movie too. I felt like you need to pick a lane. You need to. We need to jettison this conflict between the people within the Fire Nation, yeah. and you it could was, still have the "I want to please my father" thing yeah. with the prince. But not have this animosity from this other outside force. Because now you're like, well, we have him just so we could sacrifice him at the end. Right. Yeah. So a bad guy dies. Yeah. In a weird way, oh, too. Oh, very strange. <laughs> he just gets yeah. uh, lifted up in a ball of water. And, and just drowns. drowns. And dropped. Yeah. Yep. Like, I really thought they were like, oh, they're going to do like what they did with Dev Patel, where yeah. they froze him and then like took his, let his let him breathe. Nope. Yeah. No, just, they just drowned murdered, the fuck out of him. Murdered him. Uh, hey, he had it coming. Yeah, he <laughs> killed he killed those moonfish. He, he killed them. Oh then, no! But then, what's her name? Yui, uh, like sacrificed her hair. Her dye. white hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did she come back? Was she alive at the end no, of this? I, film? I believe she dies in the. In Did the cartoon. she die? I think she dies in the cartoon. I and thought it, she came back. There's, a, there's actually a delightful little play on that at like the end of the third season where Sokka says, "Well, my girlfriend became the moon." And it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> that so, would have been sweet if yeah. she would have spoken more yeah. than two sentences in this film. So they make a big deal about when uh, Uncle Iroh like creates fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. they make a big deal out of that. And before that happened, there's a part where the prince, what's his name, Zuko? Yeah, Is that Zuko. His name? Prince Zuko swims under, mm-hmm. and he gets underneath the the and ice or whatever, to, and he's able to up. melt yeah. the ice. And I was like. Wait a How minute. Can he do that? I thought that they could bend fire that's pre-existing. Yeah. So does he have the power as well to create? Like, they, is that something maybe we would have gotten into in the second they movie? They did not make a big deal about it, and even like the the terrible tease exposition about the comet and the fact that then we'll all be powerful. Yeah, in is, three years, is, is, that was just glossed over. Yeah, it's just like Cliff Curtis was talking yeah. about that shit, and I'm like. Wait, that seems really important. Yeah, you. But honestly, but honestly, because you know there's no sequel, and you know there's never going to be one, you can just go. Well, this means nothing. Which I'm kind of okay with. Just in the few short glimpses we get of that actress who yeah. is meant to be the main antagonist in the follow-up sequels, she did not seem strong no. even in those short brief scenes. No, so I'm like, all right, that's a silver lining to yeah, that cloud. Exactly. Uh, they. Um, 
the storyline about the fish spirit, the moon fish mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. The yin and the yang. That should have been introduced earlier. Yeah. Like, they, they don't introduce it, it until... It should, have, it should have honestly been when they first got to the, like, the northern temple. Yeah. There you I, go. Like, I feel like even before then. Yeah. Where, like, you know, they could have been... Ang could have been teaching They talk about water bending, about, water bending yeah. in the moon and how important it is. Exactly. They, but, yeah. They, they wait until three quarters of the movie, and then they're like, well, now we want you to converse with the spirits. Yeah. And so they go to the cave, because I guess... Ideally, if he's down in the cave, he can converse yeah. with the dragon spirit easier mm-hmm. than anywhere else. But then they get attacked by Zuko, who mm-hmm. takes out the Katara, takes, yeah. takes yes. her out, and then carries Ong back to like the yeah. castle somewhere. And Ong is still able to talk to the dragon spirit. Well, he's, he's still in a, in a meditative state. But So what was the point of him being down in the cave? Because I, I got yeah. the feeling that reception was good there. <laughs> but if they were anywhere else, True. it would have been choppy. He True. wouldn't have been able to it talk was, to they, they yada yada that quite a bit. They just, <laughs> they just had to, well, he's still in the meditate, meditating. <laughs> a lot of it is yada yada. Yeah, even, so much. Even not knowing the source material, a lot of it seems yada yada. Like, eh, let's just, just do this. Luke, as, as a fan of yeah. this property, what is the most frustrating thing for you? Oh, yeah, good question. About oh. this movie. The the it is literally it is the yada yada and it's mm. I understand that it's a movie it's a movie so it's a different thing I feel like they made wrong choices when it Absolute comes to what movie. you should have focused on mm-hmm. it it feels like they just and like I said the performances are a real bummer because it's you know you've got like in the voice cast they got Mako you got uh, Mae Whitman as, as oh no uh, way as Katara oh um, interesting you've got uh, this Jack DeSena who does a lot of, of voices as well Usaka. And then I, I can't remember Ang, uh, but it's it's a young kid. Mm-hmm. And then um, it should be me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be that character. But, but Zuko is Dante Brasco, who was Rufio. Oh, cool! So oh. it's it's such a good cast, and they give such like level and like deeper deeper level performances. Mm. And to see these kids just kind of murder those characters, just like, <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's a real bummer. But you're right, though. They did spend a lot of time with the Fire Nation characters. Yeah, like the movie was almost more about them. Like I kind of find myself getting involved in Dev Patel uh-huh. and that whole uh, with his uncle and the infighting with his family. Well, I mean, look at the the, uh, the protagonist of our movie mm. is a person without a home. Yeah. So we really don't get an idea of where he comes from until the end of the yeah, movie. flashbacks. That's, yeah, it would have been nice to when see When we actually on, see the right? flashbacks. It's, so very have... Dal- it's very Dalai Lama and Buddhism yeah. inspired in that, in, in that way, but it's just they, they couldn't delve deep enough into it with the flashbacks right. to even... But, but to your credit, to your point, the only people that they fleshed out we're the Fire Nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was hard not to kind of be more engaged in what's going on with them. Because, like, Sokka and Katara, we leave their home within I, the first yeah. five minutes of the movie. I wonder if that was done in the edit when they realized these kids just weren't oh, yeah. enjoyable to watch well, at the, all. The weird thing with all the bad guys being Indian and then all the white kids being white. You feel like just, it was a little whitewashed? It yeah. might very whitewashed. I, I know that, I got that, that criticism. Which is weird from, a, from M. Night Shyamalan being the director. I know. It, and also, when you look at the IMDb page, where it's just like 90% of this cast is Indian. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. All the leads were gone to... They, uh, they, well, not all of them, but... You no, know, they, they made choices, but it sets up a weird conflict where it shouldn't... It's not... Because of how it's animated, you know, there's a little bit more of an Inuit influence in the... In the in mm. the, in the, the north. In yeah. the north. So they're, they're, they're a little lighter, but it's still a, kind of an Asian thing. It's, it's created by two white guys, but they've talked about... If they're going to recast, they're actually going to cast actors of Asian descent for this, net, for this Netflix show. Yeah, I'll be curious to see how they do about. that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's but I'm in because I love the concept and I love it's a cool concept. The it's idea. very like Jedi, you know, mm-hmm. like born with the powers. There's and, that, but the way they work the elements into. Well, it then and... they do a. There's a sequel series that's the first like a, a 
Earthbender, no, uh, yeah, Earthbender female that's voiced by Janet Varney. Legend of Korra. Yeah, that's, I was also, about that's to ask also about that. even a little bit more mature and also just just beautiful. So I was going to ask, I was like, is Korra, is Katara actually Korra from the show? You you get um, a little bit of Katara and you get, because they're older. Like, uh-huh. And, and um, it's Aang's son is the is is voiced by jk simmons and is like her, ah, pri- her primary teacher that's awesome for all of color oh, yeah man so it's it's the the storytelling and just the the legacy of the avatar they they do so much more with that than they do with this movie that's just such a it's such a bummer <laughs> it really 150 million dollars yeah so um another note that i put down there's uh when they they take Ong prisoner and Zuko rescues him and they're fighting their way out, which is actually a sequence I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're they're fighting their way out. Did you know that was him, by the way, in the mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because I'm not an idiot and I've seen yeah. movies before, I'm like, okay, so this is gonna be Dev Patel. Uh, but there's a point. And I don't know if it was this fight or if it was earlier or later. But at some point, like this is Google comes out uh, and he's like. Don't kill him. What does he say? He says yeah, uh, because they'll just he'll, yeah. they'll, they'll just they'll, be another do, one. Do not kill the avatar. He'll be reborn again. Yeah, isn't that why they killed all the airbenders anyway? Yeah, because they didn't want him. Well, to be... it, but it goes from nation to nation. So I think the next in line is a is an earthbender. Okay. So mm-hmm. then and when then it would be you know to fire and it'd be to water and it ro- rotates through. Oh, I got it. All the nations. So, so it, you would. <laughs> we be, are the nation. Yeah. So <laughs> you you are reincarnated, but it's. Man, it's just it's it's such a fascinating and storytelling opportunity that they just gloss over. It's too in bad. A, in a don't but murder, why, don't but, murder him. But why wouldn't they just just kill him? Yeah, kill him because we know it's going to be Earthbenders yeah. next. We'll go back to that village. We'll make sure we take care of business, so then he'll be a firebender. Yeah, kill the kid. Let's do this. Well, and then my my favorite line, and it's the worst line. Well, favorite in in, in a just <laughs> in enjoying, an ironic way, in, in an enjoying it <laughs> terribly way, is Dev Patel walking into that into that village, going, "Bring me your elderly." Yes, because <laughs> yes. it's just like, well, obviously he would be very old. You'd be, you have to be an old person. Bring yeah. out your dead. <laughs> but now going to the flashbacks. Mm. So yeah. where where Ong is like at the very he, end he is goes, what you're talking about he, he finally like we have the Zack Snyder moment where Ong is doing his like slow-mo fighting and stuff mm-hmm. and then regular motion then slow-mo yeah. and makes his way up the wall and he sees all the ships and he starts glowing and stuff and it like goes to flashbacks of seeing him when he talked he talked about like they all bowed but I didn't bow back yeah. I ran away he didn't want to be uh, yeah he didn't want to be the avatar like why are you showing us this now yeah you could have showed us like hints of this earlier and then come back and like give us pieces of the story maybe out of order give us little pieces of it and then at the end let's see the whole thing yeah. and as he faces what he had done and accepts who he is mm-hmm. which is what I guess the story of this movie is supposed yeah. to be then we see, we feel that yeah. build and that rush mm-hmm. of like I need to be who I was meant to be and it really sucked the momentum out of that it moment. did yeah. man yeah, it's too bad um all right. Also, I, I, a lot of dissolves too. You know, oh, yes. one thing that I hate oh. in films because it's so. It just speaks to uh, the laziness, yeah. and uh, they weren't prepared. They didn't know how it was going to edit together in the in the editing bay. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, oh, how, how do we bail out of this scene? Like, just, just fucking dissolve, <laughs> dissolve to some trees, just, yeah. and then we're back in the Fire Nation again. Who? What's the big dog? What is that? Okay, thing? so that's it's Appa. From, it's a from the Never Ending Story. Yeah, it's it's basically <laughs> it, it's a it's a sky bison. So and Sydney, Sydney actually has a giant like plush animal of the cartoon version, and it's because you can find him at like the Nickelodeon store that I had to special order. Does he attack? Uh, like, does he have powers? Yeah, he's, or well, he's, he's mostly he's he's inspired by the cat bus from uh, oh, yeah. from Miyazaki because this a, oh, a lot yeah. of a lot of the stuff they were influenced by Miyazaki. Of stuff. course, 
So, and it's, it's very much designed. So it's kind of more of a transportation, but also, you know, they also learn like the earthbenders learn from like the badger moles, which are like the, you know, the digging Uh animals and, you know, these, the monks learn like airbending from these sky bison. So do they, but what about the monkeys that were flying around? The monkeys, same. Yeah, the poisonous. It never comes around. Yeah. They talk about how poisonous it is. And I'm like, oh, that's going to come into play later. No, nope. mm-hmm. and that monkey's basically a character in the entire. In the entire, it seems like it would be. It seemed yeah. like it was a little fan service. Yeah, it was very. Like, much. Oh, we can't make an Avatar movie without the flying monkeys. Is it really a character in the movie? Yeah, it's Momo, the 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 flying. <laughs> uh, the, what the fuck? The Joe's raccoon, his raccoon, hands in raccoon the lemur. I think is. The, I'm so pissed. Every animal is a melding of like two animals. So. Uh huh. Like a pig elephant. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so. From South Park, you remember that? <laughs> no. Pig and elephant. Yeah. I don't think I saw this. That's like the original <laughs> South Park episode. Pe- elephant. Yeah. That's what great. They called it. Man. Uh, now, I was always curious because they cut away to him at one point, like while the battle's going well, on. You just, yeah, you forgot he existed almost. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that giant thing that is not well explained in <laughs> this. Like, that thing would come in handy a lot of yeah. times, like throughout this entire movie. Like they should have had a thing instead of like when Ong was fighting and he's trying to make it to the wall. Like, and he falls. The, the fucking pig bus should yeah. have like Scoops come and up. picked him up and been like, <laughs> and like he gets up on the wall. Maybe yeah. even flying on him and he's like airbending yeah. from on top of him. Also, like what a missed opportunity because he's like cute and Cuddly, like, make him a character. Show some of the other characters interact with him a little bit more. Make make you love him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That might have been a budgetary like limitation. <laughs> I think or it was. special effects limitation. Cause right. they just... It may have been. I don't think they needed to hire so many extras. Yeah. They could have CG'd a lot of these people, like, in the background and stuff. That's true. Does they all look the same? People. Is that what you're saying? Well, with that armor on? <laughs> with the armor on? Yes. That's a good point. With all those yeah. masks? Everybody looks the same. So you could have just doubled people in CG or yeah. just doubled actors. But Clone troopers. Is to- troopers. Yeah. There, there you go. Speaking of Attack of the Clones. Yeah. You, you'd think he'd, he had some experience with that. Uh-huh. Wait, who did? The, the special, special effects. effects oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Sometimes right. I feel like it's just me <laughs> in a room in front of a microphone. <laughs> it is. It's been you. It <laughs> pretty much is. The, the whole I'm, time. I've given up. <laughs> uh, what else do you guys have? I've, I've burned through my yeah, notes. I've got... Yeah. I've got most yeah. Most of my notes were just repeats Did of you, how bad the kid was as an actor. Okay, so if we've all agreed that the child actors he are not, not he, all that he was great. in Cowboys and Aliens and he has not acted again. There, there you go. Oh wow. Like, that was it. Who he was did, the, he did those two movies and he's done. Who His was the best? Was up. <laughs> who would you say was the best? And then can we talk about who the worst was? I thought either Dev Patel or Uncle Iroh. I think Iroh. I thought they were fantastic. It also just might of be the mine. children, though. Oh, of the, the children. The, oh. Yes. And I won't even put Dev Patel in that what? category. Uh, the best of the children? I guess Katara, just because she, yes. wasn't, she wasn't as bad as the other. I others. agree. I think she had potential. Yeah. Actually, she's gone on to do other things, and I, I saw a, a, a spark in her eyes. I feel like there's maybe some more scenes with her. She was trying. Uh, yeah, Exactly. Going, Felt like she cared about the source material. Yeah, and then I feel like the worst has got to be that Soka guy. Yeah, like he's he was so just, bad. He well, was just rushing through his lines. He's 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 comedic relief in the in the series, but then also has an arc, and also it, it he is the romantic like character as well. And mm. so it just it they were trying like to do too many things. He's based on comic relief from the show. Yeah, and I was like, okay, but this, someone did not direct this screen. kid. Cor- he didn't direct him correctly, and this kid just did not have the chops to pull it off. No. Uh, all right. So, would you recommend? The Last Airbender. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. You know, it's not the worst. <laughs> Honestly, because it's not the worst, I, I, I have. Would, I would not. not the worst. It's not the worst because I would rather watch a bad movie that is 
that has bad production value. This this has so much wasted potential that it's a bummer to watch. It yeah. is kind of frustrating to see what could have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm kind of with you, Joel. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm a yes and no uh, because, like you said, it's not the worst film, just one of the most pointless. It's pointless. But I got to admit, I kind of enjoyed the climax. It's though. beautiful to look at. It certainly is. Yeah. It's just aimless and plotting. Hey, most what's of with the, the arrow on his head? Like, what does that signify? It's, a, it's tattoos, and it's it is the airbending. You know, they shave their heads so they can be closer and feel the air. And hmm. it's, so it and it's based on you know Buddhist monks that would have tattoos as far as like on their heads and such. So it's mm. it's. But it's, why in the shape of an arrow pointing down? Design because it looks d- cool, d- right? Design yeah, choice, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just pretty iconic. Cool. I was, I was hoping to get maybe some yeah. explanation. Having it glow is, you know, obviously a, it's a, it's a thing because yeah. the air always goes forward. Yeah, all right. It would look sure. weird if the arrow was going. You <laughs> <laughs> should have like sidebirds then, where they're on the yeah, sides of his head. They look like Lobot. <laughs> Lobot. Oh, oh man. Uh, okay, what did the last Airbender do right? Uh, yeah, we talked about the score. I'll, yeah. I'll give it that James Newton Howard score. He has done all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies, and I think he always elevates them to uh, a, a couple of points had a lesser composer taken on those movies. Uh, I, uh, I agree with you. I think a lot of the production elements were the best thing that this movie did, like the score. Mm-hmm. I think the the, the practicals, the, the yeah. sets that they built for this thing, choreography. The, the, the costume design, mm-hmm. the choreography, I thought was really good. That's definitely what this movie yeah. had going for it. I think, I think cinematography, honestly, like I do think it looks, in a lot of ways, it does, there's, there's some problems, and there's definitely pacing, but I blame more editing on that. Right. And also storytelling and writing and acting. So, but uh, but I think I think it generally does look. You see the money on screen, and a lot of it is how it's shot. I like I like how it looks. Yeah. Okay. So here comes the big surprise. Oof. What did the movie do wrong? Oh. Well, I mean, I feel like we all need to pick one, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of things to talk about. Well, I'll go with just um, characters. Like, uh, they're so as in like a lack of depth. Exactly. They're so uh, uh, focused on telling the story, getting all the beats right, getting yeah. us through this plot. That I don't feel a connection between even the fucking brother and sister. Like there's no connection. They do not them. feel like they're no. related in any way. There's no familiar familiar moments exactly. between them. And in a way that you know, we did uh, the Punisher a few months ago, mm-hmm. which is an awful movie in its own right. But you and I both agreed that uh, when it kind of comes into its own is when the Punisher's there with uh, Rebecca Romaine and uh-huh. the two other guys, and they they, and they feel like a family. Dave. They mm. all have yeah, there you go. They all kind of have chemistry. Yeah, and you, you get the feeling they're they're looking out for each other, uh-huh. and that just never materialized with this group, unfortunately. No, they even say he's like, I've got to look out for you. Why? Because you're my sister. Yeah. Because I'm your responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. What? Whatever's going on. I, why did we waste twenty seconds on this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's it's yada yadaing the the story points and picking. I think it's picking. I, I'm not a screenwriter, so I I can't exactly say what would have been the right way to do it. But they just they talked about they talked about the interesting things and they showed the boring things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a real bummer. Before I answer, I have a question: Was this something that like that the studios gave M Night Shyamalan and were just like? Go make it. Well, he, or did they he, have their hands he, he, in it? He swears he's a fan of the series. Yeah. That's why he wanted to make it. Like he and his family watched it, apparently, yeah. and that's where he got a passion for it. He produced it, and he he wrote this. 
he fucking wrote this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, just mm. then then there you go. that is what this movie did wrong. But you know what? His writing is usually strong. Like or at least his dialogue is pretty strong. That's what this movie did wrong. Mm-hmm. Is that he decided to take something that was already successful mm-hmm. that he could have just taken the story and adapted no, it. But I can do it better. And instead, he could do it better and he didn't do it better. No. He did not create a compelling story. And that's I mean Everything that we talk about that's wrong with this movie is something that he should have been able to flag, that he should have been able to catch, yeah. that he should have been in control of, the performances. He should have been able to craft those performances. He should have been able to pace this movie correctly. Yeah. He should have been able to tell the story the correct way, and he didn't do any of those things. I just feel like this film was too big for him. Like He's at his best when he's doing oh, low-budget, yeah, yeah, uh, character-driven stories. In fact, I mean, look, look at his best films. Uh, I like the village, uh, but obviously Sixth Sense. I think everybody can agree. Unbreakable. Everyone will agree. Sometimes you take Joe. Sometimes you take a big swing and you miss. Yeah. And I just feel like you missed on this. A big swing. Yeah. Um, all right. So if we were going to remake mm. the Last Airbender today, how would we do that? Looks like I recast seven characters here. I was not able to recast Aang. I, I recast nine. Aang. Aang was almost impossible, but I did. Fi- I did Found finally somebody? figure it out. Yeah. All right. I really Anybody have a theme going on? Luke, you said you have a theme. I don't. Right? I, I just have Asian actors, so oh. it's not a. It's not a very. It's just to, you know, genuinely do it. You know, I I kind of have a theme. I mean, it's people that have worked together a bunch before. Okay, okay. but uh, I can do mine, and then you do yours, Joel, and we'll end with Luke. Or should we just go by character? That, we, we could just go by character. Let's go by okay. character. Let's go by character. Did anybody? cast the princess, the Fire Nation princess. So I did uh, because did? Um, my pitch for the movie because you've already seen the story of the kids traveling honestly i think it's the fire nation story uh-huh. mm-hmm. like and it's the palace intrigue and i think that's how you would tell it a, tell it a different way mm-hmm. and be allowed to tell the story you want to tell so i, I cast the princess so, the, oh uh, so that's so are you saying like you would tell the story like from the fire nation's yes. point of view that like there's a fugitive that they're yes. trying to like and so well, you like see that. A, that is really cool you see like a little that. bit of of ang and Sokka and katara but you would that would not be the main focus uh-huh. so that's kind that's of cool and so i kind of filled out that cast more he says he's not a screenwriter. Yeah, <laughs> my so, God. So, but the princess, I went with uh, Gemma, Gemma Chan. Oh yeah, uh, from Crazy Rich Asians, and um, really popped in a very small role in uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. That's, oh, that's right. right. Yeah. I just kept going. Who is that? And why are we not spending more time yeah. learning about her? Because she mm-hmm. has. A, she's electric. She's yeah, she has a very good. interesting. So I think I think she would. She's a little older than the role calls for, but I think she kind of yeah kind of go with. Her. I cast a little older too, mm-hmm. just yeah. out of necessity. Yeah. Did you did, cast that character? I did not cast that character. I recast it with Mindy. Kaling. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you right now, my version of this movie uh-huh. is a super comedy. Okay. <laughs> it is a ridiculous comedy, Good to just know. like out of the box oh, and no. off the wall. So that is my princess, uh, my Fire Nation funny. princess. Who do we have next? Uh, lowest on mine is uh, the Fire Lord Ozai. Mm-hmm. Did anybody do Princess Yui? Yeah, I did her. I okay. did not do Yui. All right. Okay, so Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah, he's, the fa- he's Zuko's father, right? Mm-hmm. Danny Zuko's mm-hmm. father? Yeah. I went with uh, speaking of Slumdog Millionaire. Remember um, the, the the actual host of Slumdog oh, Millionaire? The guy's name is Anil Kapoor. Yeah, I want that okay. guy. Nice. I went with uh, I went with uh, Randall Park. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Full That's comedy. Great. Yeah. Nice. Oh, dude, this is a, wait. Nice. I haven't even gotten started. Oh no. Um, I went Chow Yun Fat. Like I think, oh, that's great! I think he honestly from Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, see, that's that's of the course. one thing is I would need him to actually commit, uh huh, and be good. But <laughs> uh, I will tell you, man, of he all the things in, in Dragon okay. Ball Evolution, he committed. Okay, in that well, movie. that's good. I like that because I that, have you seen it? I have not seen it. So uh, that's why not, I was that's why I was worried it. about it. Yeah, but he he was the I, I thought about like Jackie Chan against type, and I thought maybe you know looking at older Asian actors, but I think 
honestly, Chow Yun Fat fits the the Fire Lord. I like that. Uh, yeah, that's that's. You don't get to see him be a villain very often, no. do you? It'd no. Be fun. Uh, I went with the uh, Uncle Iroh next. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce his yes. name? Yes, yeah. Iroh. 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 Yeah. Iroh. Uh, went oh, with, we're uh, going with him already. Right. Okay. Oh shit! You want to say no? That? It's okay. It's all right. It's just that I have like Princess Yui, well, yeah, who well, I feel let, like is a really low on the totem you know pole character. You, you called her out. Let's do next. Uh, all right, Princess Yui next. That's gonna be Jessica Alba. Yeah, nicely done. I went with uh, Frida Pinto, also from Slumdog oh, Millionaire. There you go. Mm-hmm. Theming it. That's uh, And you say yeah. you didn't do I'm just going to go Ariana Grande. Like I've, I've, <laughs> yeah, all right. Just, awesome. She does look just yeah. like her. Spitting okay. And she was a Nickelodeon actress around that time. That's right. So oh, kinda, God, that's right. She's yeah. a Disney girl. I forgot about yeah, that. So, um, All right, so you want Uncle Iroh next? Sure, why not? Okay, go ahead. I went with Naveen Andrews, who played uh, Saeed in Lost. Oh. Remember him? Yeah, I remember him. Be a nice uh, fatherly or uh, uncle. Fatherly uncle? A fatherly uncle? <laughs> so wait, what's the story with him? So he had a son? So he had a son. It's, it's you know, loses him in battle and becomes a pacifist. And then, but is still mm. trying to lead Zuko down the right path. That would have been nice. It would have been great. It's, a, it's such a beautiful story. All like, you have to the, do is put a couple of lines yeah. in there. He's they the tried, most they tried with like the character, well, Stay here, find a girl. And he's like trying, but it's so mm. And that so is one of the best scenes of this movie. Yeah. But where Zuko could, tells the story about what happened with yeah. his father. You can tell where they're going with it, but just they couldn't get there. It's too bad. He was so good. I loved the whole bit, but like you know how he he was showing the proper respect to Ong when he finally yeah. no, realizes he's the Avatar. Yeah, like when the fish gets down, like to see him, mm-hmm. how he has such a reverence for like the spirits yeah. and for what the gods and for what's bigger it's, than he's, him. He's literally the best character That's, in the, in he's the whole so, series. He's nice. the best character in this movie. Yeah. Um, I cast Jason Mansukas. <laughs> and everybody is going to be like how you imagine they would yeah. be in this movie. Uh, Why'd you go find a girl? Yeah. <laughs> and then Dude, so I, you killed that fish! <laughs> so I went uh, Karaoke Tagawa, uh, Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Shang Tsung, yeah. Oh, he's great. I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like he fits that, that tone and will find that, like, both elder statesman but also kind of badass in his, yeah. back in the day absolutely that's kind of where I, I went that's cool did you see that trailer by the way for Mortal Kombat 11 yeah you excited about I, this I, I kind of am I am so, too it's so violent but I'm so it's, excited it's what Mortal Kombat is up there with every fighter where I'm like I really want to be good at I'm it. So bad no. at it. I'm, I'm so, so bad, bad at it. But I'm so bad at them. But yeah, I've, I've, I've got inju- I finally bought Injustice 2, and I'm like, I'm so bad at this. Yeah. It's beautiful, and it's so fun to play, but I'm, but I'm so, so bad. bad at it. <laughs> Don't play online. That's oh, your problem. No. Oh, Just God, do the, yeah. Do the single-player campaign. Well, I told you about playing Smash with my uh, <laughs> my brother-in-law's brother. Definitely don't do that. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, I do pretty good. I hold my own pretty well against Luke and Jay and like playing against the computer, and I played against this kid, and I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm really bad. I, I should not be playing this. <laughs> yeah. Special delivery. Here's your ass. <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, who do we have next? How about Commander Zhao? Mm-hmm. Commander Zhao. I went with the uh, actor's name is Irfan Khan. And this is the welcome welcome to Google. That yes, is this character. that guy. One with this guy from uh, Jurassic World. He's the investor. Was he not? The, was who he, flies no, the he helicopter? Was, yeah. Well, he was the... It's Cliff Curtis, That's right? Cliff Curtis. No, he's the Fire Lord. Yeah, Cliff Curtis was Fire Lord. This was the Welcome to Google guy. Okay. That's what Commander Zhao. I guess I just, I just like you missed this I character. Guess I missed that character. <laughs> no, you didn't. He's, no, he's the, the bad the guy of bad the guy. movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man. Where he's like, it's a race. Then. Yeah. Welcome to Google. <laughs> we'll make them lunch. All right. So it's the uh, that guy was in. He's been a lot of stuff. He wasn't lately. he in a Life of Pi? Wasn't he older Pi? Oh, he was very good. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! Just yes. makes me cry at the end. Which wait, wasn't he in Slumdog Millionaire too? I don't believe so. Who would he? Have I been? thought he was the cop. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you might be right. I, I don't know. I may I may be. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> so maybe let's skip yeah. over this. <laughs> this Cut that be, part out. This may be a racist thing. Wait, 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 wait. Uh huh. Slumdog Millionaire. Very good. Oh, yeah, holy good. shit! All Police right. inspector. Yeah, there good we job. go. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Knowing what I've done so far with this movie, all right. Who do you think would be my Commander Zhao? Hmm. Kumail Nanjani. No, no. Luke, you got a guess? I, I, I can't pull it. Guys, Danny McBride. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no way I would have gotten that. <laughs> Danny fucking McBride oh, would be doing his best. Uh, You're not even trying, Joe. Come no, on. Yeah. No, I am trying. I mean, a lot of effort. A lot of my, he would be doing total eastbound and down on this, though. Uh, all right. So uh, who do you have for your Commander Zhao? I don't. I'm, that's the weirdest thing. Oh, the welcome to Google? Yeah, you didn't recast him? Is, uh, is it Offset Monty or am I blanking on I yeah. think that's him. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Why? I don't know. Why did you blank on the, I, the villain of I the movie? I don't know. Maybe because... Because this movie is horrible? Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's just easy to gloss over. Uh, all right. So next I have... Uh, Prince Zuko. Do you want to do yeah, Prince Zuko? Let's do it. This yeah. is the Dev Patel character, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna stop you. Because you already guessed Kumail Nanjiani oh, is going to be sorry. my Prince Zuko. I should have known. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I he with... asked me to fight my father, and I could not fight him. Because <laughs> I was like baby Superman. <laughs> <laughs> In that same vein, I'm going to go with uh, Kunal Nayar, who plays Raj from Big Bang Theory. Nice. There okay. you go. He's hilarious, dude. Isn't he? See, cause, uh, so I, I I did dig into like younger Asian actors, mm-hmm. and I found this guy uh, Samuel Mock from Tomb Raider. Uh, I guess he was in. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like yeah, he'd yeah. be the right choice for him. Mm. He's fantastic. Yeah, that that movie had a lot of problems, but yeah. he definitely was not one of them. So I, I I did more serious on the on trying to get you the did? kids no, right, trying to get the good. kids right. <laughs> Luke's like, we're gonna do it right, damn it! And then he's listening to my recast, going, "What no, the no, fuck no, are you Danny doing, Mc, Danny McBride? Danny McBride? Well, now we've got our final three. Here we go, Sokka." Mm-hmm. Uh, my Sokka played by Seth Rogen. <laughs> it's like, I caught an ice. <laughs> Just leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> like, they would be cursing in this movie. Oh, man. Uh, who's your All Sokka? new Showing a lot of reverence for the uh, original. Uh... Dude, I think this would be a fucking... This has the potential to be really funny. Sometimes if, if you take right a left way. turn, you get to the right place. Sometimes. Like what right. they do Some... with 21 Jump Street. Yeah, sometimes... Sometimes it's better. Than Three trying, lefts make a right. Trying to trying to do it the correct way and getting That's it right. so so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went with uh, again sticking with these uh, Disney Nickelodeon young kids. Uh, I went with uh, Justin Timberlake. That's pretty good. Man. There you go. Hmm. I can kind of looks the part. He's getting an accomplished actor. Gotcha. And then yeah, my... naked by the end of this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just dance fight. <laughs> Well, dude, he would definitely be more charismatic than yeah. this fucking kid. Anybody was. would be. Yeah, a brick wall. It would be a cardboard cutout of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> would be better. Just somebody, somebody else moving in behind with a big stick. <laughs> hey guys, don't forget to use your <laughs> No, please don't give yourself back to the fish. <laughs> it's going to have you naked by the head of the sun. <laughs> Oh. He gets her out of the water. Talk to me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, so it's 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 he's he started. He got to start in Tropic Thunder, and now he's on Dust Till Dawn, tel- the television show. It's Brandon So Suhu. Uh huh. And so he's, oh yeah, he was the he was the young he was the young warlord kid who has, oh, the, yeah. has the and so he's oh god yes yeah. So I think you know, like I said, trying to look for the right Asian actors. I was 
you know, I don't have a lot of. Like, thank you, thank you, Luke, for doing it right. I'm trying. All I'm right? trying. For taking this seriously. The, the white, Jeez. the white guilt was strong with me. <laughs> not with me, because not my with ca- me. My Katara nope. played by Leslie Mann, <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen, oh, and man. Leslie Mann as brother and sister. I oh, buy it. Oh right. no, I went with uh, Haley Steinfeld because <laughs> she fucking looks like her. Just a little grown-up version. Yeah, gotcha. I yeah. see that. Child She's actor. a good actress, though. She's man. fantastic. Did you see Bumblebee? You did, did see I? Bumblebee. Did you I see Bumblebee? Bumblebee? I've not seen Bumblebee. Fuck. I know. I need. I know. I need to see it. It's, it's the best Transformers film. It, yeah. Absolutely. Save after after the seven, they got it right. <laughs> <laughs> they finally figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> Take that psychopath that was behind the camera out of there. Yeah. Yikes. So I, I I went with Lana Condor from from all the boys I loved before. It's a Netflix mm-hmm. uh, Netflix movie that kind of hit this last year. Yeah, I thought she was great. Had a lot of presence. I think she'd be right for it. Cool. Lana Condor. I'm gonna look her up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh from X Men Apocalypse. It's a great. Too. Oh, okay, good. Because I thought, oh, was she Jubilee? She is Jubilee. Okay, oh, I know you who you're go. talking there about. There you go. Oh, also from Alita: Battle Angel. Oh, what do you know? What do you guys think about that uh, Dark Phoenix trailer? You know, I haven't even seen that trailer yet. That's how disinterested I am. It's, oh, wow. The, the trailer looks like getting Jennifer Lawrence out of the contract is what it dude, looks like. Dude, when in your trailer, you're not even really hiding the yeah. fact that you're killing her character yeah. off. I was like, wow. Well, okay. That, All right. I, I'm pretty sure I see what happens there. And then like, but we put in another cool Quicksilver moment. <laughs> I wonder what kind of 90s yeah. hip hop song they're going to put to that. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's like every ten years something happens to these people. I'm, I'm excited for them to kind of end that story, and that's I'm okay with it. There, there's been up and downs with that, obviously. Yeah. You know, with Singer coming back and not doing so great. Uh huh. You know, Matthew Vaughn, Matthew Vaughn getting it well started, and you know, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. That they're able to kind of tell a, a good story. I'm kind of an apologist for Apocalypse. Yeah. I think I, there's some things in Apocalypse it just that wastes Oscar works, Isaac, which just but bums it me does. Out. It, it just bums me out. It does. Never waste saw him. it. Yeah, you you wouldn't like it. <laughs> I kind of feel like that Days of Future Past was the ultimate X Men movie. It was a really yeah. good film, and man. I don't want to. I don't want to. That kind of was your ending. If if yeah, right, you, you should be okay it was with that. A good way to end it. Tied it. everything. Together. I was surprised yeah. that they did another one after that. I was like, really? Yeah. Like well, Logan was a good follow up. Mm-hmm. Like Logan would be a good one. Yeah. But other than that, man, let Deadpool carry it. <laughs> That's <laughs> please. Th- those are your X Men films from now on. Uh, all right, so rounding it off now, our final. Actor, our final character, Ong, the Avatar. I did not recast, so it's up to you guys. You didn't recast. Actually, I, I guess I should say it's up to you, Luke. I almost made that call as well. But let, you want to get Joe's joke answer or end with Joe's joke answer? <laughs> let's no. Let's do mine first, so okay. that way we can get your legit one. Okay, guys, my my Ong. <laughs> I'm so excited. Would be Rob Portry. <laughs> he's bald. He's bald. He's bald. He's bald. <laughs> I, I could see him with the arrow. He's so, he would just be, Listen, he's so great. I'm the ballers. fucking Avatar. <laughs> Like just aggressive oh, with everybody. Geez. Oh, can you can you bend rocks? Can you bend can you bend air? I didn't fucking think so. Oh man! I just want this total. All of it obviously directed by Evan Goldberg. Oh, oh of course, does all their films. All right, Luke. Luke, bring it bring home. home. Come on. So it's it is a very hard thing to cast. Is clearly they found this kid from they they found him from like an open casting call. They found him in Dallas. He was a martial artist. Obviously, did not have a lot of acting experience. So it it was very challenging for them to cast because it's a guy who's going to carry the whole film I think honestly with like a wide eyed like because it always works when you go with unknowns yeah. like Jake Lloyd yeah <laughs> so but for like no um, he had done jingle all the way Joe <laughs> that's right I'm he sorry. showed his acting chops yeah. right out of the gate so with like wide eyed optimism I think it's the he's the he plays the third son on Fresh Off the Boat I love and it's that show. Uh, Ian Chen Wait, so oh. he's the youngest he's son he's the youngest so he's the mama's boy he's in Shazam oh is he he's fucking amazing so he's he's a really good actor he, he has that kind of 
white open innocence, but he also can kind of go slightly darker uh-huh. and like has like a interior life that you see on that on that oh, series. Oh yes. So I think he's the right choice. That's a good call. I, I man. wish I wish them good luck with this Netflix series they're planning on doing. Yeah, yeah, because that's tough. You got to have somebody who can do the physicality and, and yeah. uh, be believable, but, which this kid surely was. Yeah, he was a good martial he, artist. He got that part down, right? Wouldn't no, he say? was a good. No, he was yeah. a good martial. Couldn't artist. deliver. Like, couldn't those, deliver a line to save his life. Those were the teasers, and that was like the trailer. Yeah. I think that was the original teaser trailer was just him doing a kata, right? Yeah, and then like, and it was like the last Airbender. Yeah, and that was exciting. Like yeah. I was like, I don't even know what this is, but that looks pretty good. I'm okay. I'm kind of on board for That's this. What sucks about this film? Like you can't even enjoy it as a 13 year old boy because it's so fucking boring. Yeah, like to get, you would just skip to those moments mm-hmm. and uh, watch fif- the best 15 minutes of this film. Guys, what did you think was the best 15 minutes of this film? Go ahead and tell us on our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/editingbay, or in the search bar. Uh, just put in the editing bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's where you could find us. Talk back to us, let us know what you thought about the movie, what you thought about the recast, uh, what your recast would be, and if you've got ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, put your suggestions there. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. It's somewhere in between. It's editingbay.com. Please go there, bookmark it. Anytime you ever need to know anything about our a nice little podcast here, you're going to find it right there on Editing Bay. You're going to get a link to our uh, past episodes. If uh, you're, you're subscribing, you're only going to get the most, what is it, recent 200 episodes. And we're on 266 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go there to hear the rest of them. You want to see pictures of us, a little, little quick little bio. Yikes. And if you want to support the show, <laughs> you can still buy a, buy a t-shirt. Little, I'm a voice actor now. merch tab there. <laughs> No, dude, you look gorgeous. Dude, people, no, people took some pictures mm-hmm. at the bowling alley yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like it was, uh, I think it was Sarah's sister and her husband Zeb, and they were taking a picture, and I was in the background just having like rolled, and I see like this big bald patch on the back of my head. Oh no! And I forget, guys. Like sometimes I forget <laughs> I'm bald. Oh, I'm like, no. ooh, I'm really like dramatically balding back there. But the thing is, like the reason I forget, I'll put my hand back there, and I feel hair. Mm-hmm. I feel it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> You I get guess to close I'm doing crop. okay, but then like I see it in pictures, I'm like, oh my god! And you see like my scars from the the bottle and stuff that I got hit with, and I'm like, oh, that's not really nice. Uh, and so I gave Sarah shit. I was like, you should be telling me like, you should go to the bar and get everything shaved because I feel like when I shave it down, it looks better. You know, I'm not trying to look like some dude with a fucking island in the back of my head. All right, never mind. <laughs> you should not want to see pictures of that. Is all I'm trying to say. Um, editingbay.com thank you <laughs> guys leave us a rating and a review please on the podcasting app five star rating would be fantastic uh, let us know what you like about the show if you got criticisms that's fine just make it five star criticism we'd yeah. love to hear what you have to say uh, and uh, and that just helps us grow the show helps us get on people's radar uh, and all that fun stuff Joel what are we going to do next week uh, well we've been doing a lot of movies from the 2000s this was 2010 specifically 2006 and 2010 yeah and then uh, what would I uh, was it 2014 last week with yeah. the, what we do in the shadows? And then like 1983. It's time to go back. Well, it's time to go back to our roots, Joe. <laughs> We're going back to the 80s. <laughs> with a movie that I haven't seen. I was born in the 70s, by the way. That's, those are my roots. Yeah, but we grew up in the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie uh, starring uh, Michael Douglas and uh, Kathleen Turner. Is that her name? Overdrive. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no, but good guess. We're going to do uh, Robert Zemeckis' Romancing the Stone, which Very I cool. haven't seen. Oh. Jen is a big you fan. You haven't seen of it? I've never oh, seen man. this film. Holy shit. And, I almost uh, grew up on this you film. You were in for a treat. My, yeah. my lovely wife is a huge fan of this one. She grew up with it, uh, and so I think it's finally time to, uh, to see, see what all the fuss is about with Romancing the Stone. Also, uh, Danny DeVito, right? Danny Starting DeVito, yeah. One. Anybody else I'm missing in that one? Uh, the, the woman who plays uh, Mikey and Bran's mom. In the Goonies, she's also oh, the yes. news reporter in Die Hard. I can't remember her name for the life of me, but she's in this. For the life of me, her name I is. I cannot remember. Uh, is that Mary Ellen Trainer? That, that's exactly so you're it. Thinking of nicely yeah. done. Oh, also, uh, uh, oh, oh, the guy who plays El Guapo in Three Amigos is that's in right. that too. Manuel Ojeda. There you go. That's right. Uh, so yeah, Romancing the Stone from 1984. That's Next really cool. week, do you have it on the editing? Ba- I do. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was like, I could beam it over to you. Did I already do that? No, no, I found oh, this one on my own. Awesome. Uh, all right, guys, uh, please check out Friends of the Show, uh, the Craniacs podcast, Ryan and Laurel, every week uh, going through a couple of episodes of Frasier. Uh, I don't watch Frasier. I probably will never watch Frasier. I don't <laughs> need to because they tell me everything I need to know about it, uh, and they're really fun. It's funny. It's a, you know, it's a show that you should probably be checking out. If you're, if you're a fan of TV, if you're a fan of just listening to people jaw about things, I mean, you must be if you yes. listen to us. Sorry, check out the Craniacs podcast, uh, Luke. Please plug your stuff. Please, um, yeah. Well, you can follow me on Twitter at ishootw. So you know, couldn't fit all of, uh, wrestling on there. Mm-hmm. So it's that's <laughs> I kind of I'm tweeting out, and someday there's going to be like Luke's going to be tied to a crime where a woman gets shot. <laughs> and he's gonna be oh like, no, I didn't do no. it. And they're like, uh, aren't I you Twitter yeah. handle ishootw? Yeah. Oh, it could be anything. Or George W. Bush. Oh, no. oh my god. Oh no, <laughs> Luke. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, you know, but I'm going. I'm going up to New York for WrestleMania, and I'm going to work some shows that weekend. Nice. Always, always a really good time. So, and we're you know just doing a lot of Texas Indies. So. I mean, do you like is uh, do you do stuff like that? People can like contact you and like hire you. To yeah, sh- I'll, to, I'll, to shoot I'll, I'll shoot. I'll shoot whatever. I'm actually thinking of changing the W. Business, I business. shoot whatever. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of shooting, changing the business name because I've done uh, bodybuilding competitions. I've done MMA. I've done various other things. So. But you, you should only shoot things that start with the letter W. w. I know. Like yeah, that's why I'm going to change it. Uh-huh. That's why I'm going to change it. <laughs> But it, I shoot wrestling will still be a personal brand because it's, it's word a, puzzle it's competition. Not going away. <laughs> Woolly mammoth, <laughs> wampas. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Then he could be in the Star Wars. Um, no, Han shot first. <laughs> oh my god! What an idiot! <laughs> what a fucking idiot! <laughs> Dude. So uh, one of our mutual friends has the he has this really cool Yeti cup that uh, was brown. He had it like etched to look like Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. It was like a one-of-a-kind thing. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it ended up getting stolen. He was on a work trip today. Oh, no. And getting stolen. It's a tragedy. And, uh, and one of our friends, Todd Carruth, who, who does like local uh, traffic here on mm-hmm. TV, tried to make a pun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, no. was like, he was like, I'll let myself out. I was like, yeah, be sure to rip your own arms out of your socket. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. The Star Wars puns continue. Oh. Um, no, so... It, again, if people want to get a hold of you, where do they find you? It's I shoot wrestling at gmail.com. I don't have a website currently. You can find a lot of my work on on YouTube though. Guys, as well, ch- check it out. He's really good. Yes, he is. He's fantastic. He uh, uh, he edits as well as mm-hmm. shoots. Right? Yep. I still I still, still got to get to your wedding. And uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's our. Sometimes I feel like I think back to that wedding. I'm like, do I need that? You do need that. Oh um, yeah. The uh, he also shot the the variants. 
podcast. Oh, did you? Uh, oh, director of photography for the oh, second season. Oh, looks nice. Director of photography for... Well, didn't you do most of the, the, the first season, too? Didn't I think you I did do half the, the first season? The back half of the first season. Yeah, and, and then, then the, the whole, second, second, whole season. second season. And you were fantastic. Like, the show, like, suddenly had a whole other identity visually once you came on. It was, mm, try, it was awesome. I'm trying to do some, some cool stuff. Guys, don't ever look up that web series, though. No, don't. Don't look that no, web okay. series up. It's, uh, it's You can listen to... Yet. We did an episode of it. We yeah. sure did. With Luke. Listen to that. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, check us out next week. We're going to be talking about romancing the stone. Luke, yeah. thank you very much, sir. Happy to be here, Jeff. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine, guys. We'll check you next week. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.